Welcome to the Two Perspective Podcast once again, where me and Linda are coming to you from continent to continent, from the US to Europe. And today we're going to speak about a topic, crucial conversations. And Linda, you came up with this topic, and I'm curious why. I came up with this topic because right now, more than ever, people are needing to have conversations with people that all of a sudden need to happen. And they're so concerned about the delivery of them that they're not happening and they're holding themselves back. And that happened to me two times in one day. And I thought, you know what, if this conversation was brought to my attention two times in one day, how difficult it is to have a crucial conversation virtually, then I think this is the perfect segue to bring to our podcast so people can really hear some more information around how they can go at their conversations differently and be successful when they have them and not be so worried and in angst that it's going to go poorly. I, I totally agree with you, Linda. Um, I never heard of the topic, a crucial conversation before Linda brought it to me, even though I have implemented it. And I know me and Linda have two different perspectives on it. So why don't you, first of all, take us through the seven steps that you sent to me? Just like a quick overview of them. I would absolutely love to jump in there. And so the very first thing that I want to frame up for everyone listening is, when you hear the words, can we talk? Or I need to talk to you about something that most likely is going to trigger you to wonder what it is they're going to want to talk to you about. And is it going to be something that's going to put you on edge or it's going to be difficult? So the seven steps that I wanted to share are these. So when you hear those words, I want you to think about starting with heart. So I want you to ask yourself, what is it that you want to convey and be ready to convey when you have this conversation. And so I'm gonna talk about it from, you need to have a conversation with somebody about something difficult. The second thing is, you're gonna to need to learn to look. So you're gonna to need to uh, think about the person you're gonna to talk to, and you're gonna to have to make it really safe for them to be able to have that conversation. But first, you gotta identify that. So you're gonna identify what it's gonna take for that person to really tune in, listen to you, and not be put on the defensive. So as a way to make it safe, you've gotta come up with how you're gonna approach the conversation. And so you're gonna state your intentions about what it is that you wanna talk about and what you hope to get from the conversation. And the fourth step, master your story. You're gonna to wanna to focus with the other person on what is or what has happened and what it is that both of you are going through so that each party can see where the conversation is gonna be headed. And so that's all about step five, which is stating your path. So you're gonna share your facts. You're going to um, state your conclusions and you wanna do it in a way so each person knows where they're coming from. Uh, step six, you're gonna explore others' past. So you're gonna get curious about what the other person is thinking. And then you're gonna make sure that you come to a place of agreement. Um, it's really important when you're having a conversation that you get to 
a mutual agreement of some sort before the conversation ends. And the very last step, step seven, is moving to action. So you want to talk about what the next steps are going to be and know the ways that each of you can follow up if there's any questions of, for clarification after you've agreed upon what the next steps are going to be. So it's really that easy to, to walk through those steps. And the more that you can do them and practice them, the easier they get. You don't even think about them. And, and you notice that I kind of tended to jump from step to step without stating it. And so I hope that I got those to you in, in the order that you could pick up on that. But really, you get to a fluid point where you're just running right through these steps and having the conversation is not so difficult. For me, it's like, I don't like to have that many steps because I don't think the subject is that complicated. I think it's basically, and I like all of the steps. I just think there's a much simpler way of doing it. And it might be good to start with those steps. And it doesn't, like, getting more help in the start is definitely a good thing. But to me, like, really all it comes down to if I want to have a crucial conversation is to take 30 minutes, 15 minutes, just making an agenda. Like me and Linda, when we do these podcasts, like that's basically like how to have a crucial conversation is really how do you do a podcast? That's how I look at it. And it's just making an agenda. What is it that we want to talk about? And what is it that like, what salt do I want? And, and what points do I need to mention to get the desired result? That's really all it is to me. Like, I don't like to put seven steps on it because I think we can do it free only. And you've said a, a few key things here, and I didn't mention this as a step, but to me it is a, is a step that you would take. And that's that whole planning out an agenda because nothing, is worse than going into a meeting when you're all fired up with your emotions, let's say, in some cases for the crucial conversation that needs to happen, and you haven't done that, you really want to make sure that you've thought things through about what are your intentions and what do you want the other person to do as a result of the conversation. So you're right. It doesn't have to be seven steps. You can usually do them in about three. So um, I like that you put the simplicity to it because when we have to worry about having to go through a number of steps to get to where we want to go, that's where it becomes daunting. That's where it becomes hard. I guess the biggest thing that I was noticing um, from the interactions I had uh, with people about the things they needed to talk to people about, it was actually not that they didn't have a, an agenda, because they did. They knew what they wanted. They knew that they weren't getting something and needed something different. So they just needed to find a way that they could communicate it to the other person in a way that they were, the other person wouldn't uh, feel like they were under attack. And so the biggest takeaway from all of this when you're having a crucial conversation is to come from a place of curiosity and know that people's intentions are good and let the other person know that your intentions are also coming from a place of good because the moment you can let someone know that your intentions are to you know, help and, and, and correct and to move a situation along for the better of everybody, then you can have a crucial conversation uh, with just about anybody on any topic. And I kid you not, 
the more you practice uh, stepping into these conversations and doing them, the easier they become. And then we're not so um, inhibited by the fear of saying the wrong thing. That's usually what happens. The stakes are so high, whether it's a person of authority, someone that you're close to and you don't want to hurt their feelings, or it could be even a crucial conversation with a complete stranger where you need to convey some information and you're trying to think about how am I going to do this without coming off as an asshole or a bitch? Um, because <laughs> believe me, there are times where you don't want to come from that place. You want to come across as, you know, being respectful. Um, so um, how would you, I guess, take the, what we've talked about today and can you think of a time where you had to have a, like a crucial conversation that didn't go well and as us talking this through today that you would go back and you approach it differently and, and possibly get a different result? I think when I think back on crucial conversations that didn't go well, it was more than it didn't go to plan. Mm -hmm. And that was because there was no clear agenda of that conversation. Because as soon as you actually make out an agenda of what you want to cover in a conversation, like you're going to get the desired result. It's just the question, are you willing to take a little bit of time to prepare and think about the stuff that you want to cover in that conversation? And if not, you're most likely going to end up wasting more time than it would have taken to making sure that you could have got a crucial conversation, either by going through the seven steps that Linda going through, or just a couple of steps that I may mention. But the most important thing is always just you don't necessarily need to convert that you're coming from the good intentions, that your intentions are good. You don't need to say it necessarily, as long as you just know it. Because it's always a lot easier to apologize if you went over somebody's boundaries, if you came with good intentions, because they would be able to see that if they are really a person that knows you. And sometimes you're going to fuck up. That's just a part of life. Really, we can't avoid. Uh, you got me laughing here um, about the uh, sometimes it's just not going to go well. And so honestly, knowing that something's not always going to go well should put us a little bit at ease. We're all human. We're going to do the best that we can with what we have. And um, really, I think that you're, you said something that I thought was valuable and the fact that you don't always have to say, I'm coming with good intentions. You know, we're going to, you know, conquer the world together. You don't need to say that, but your actions and how you show up need to convey that, 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 that needs to happen. So whether it's your body language, your tone of voice, your uh, just reassurance that, uh, that uh, you're going to, you know, work on something together. I, I think you're right. You don't have to say I come with good intentions and we're going to, we're going to, like I said, conquer the world together. Uh, one, you know, conversation at a time. No, that's, that's not what we're doing. We're, we're showing up in a way that we align with what we say we're going to do and, and planning ahead. So you're not wasting people's time planning ahead. So you don't unintentionally um, step into a conversation where you haven't really thought about what it is that you even want. Because I, I think one of the steps that's missing, if I had to say, and again, this would be adding another step, is you need to know what it is that you want by the time the conversation is over. So if you don't have any plan other than to vent, well, then you better go into the, <laughs> into the meeting to say, you know what, 
we need to have a crucial conversation and we're gonna I need to vent because this is really making me angry well that's probably not gonna get you in a, a good spot but if you come in saying I am experiencing a frustration and I'd like your help and figure out how we can change the way I enter in this situation then that's what I want us to have by the time we're done talking today it's as simple as that and so you're right you can take these seven steps and you can simplify them into about three and when you do that you're going to have improved relationships you're going to be able to stand up and speak up when you need to you're going to be able to handle disappointment better you're going to be able to address any kind of uh, tension that may happen and overall all of your relationships are going to improve because you learn how to become a better communicator because that's all crucial conversations is is how do i better communicate my needs my wants to somebody else in a way that they understand and can be a part of the process that's all it is for sure and i just think the most important thing if i had to make it as simple as possible the most important thing when it comes to crucial conversations if it's a job interview a podcast or a friend whatever is just be prepared take a little bit of time to prepare because you're gonna do a lot better and that's just how it is like the best movies they don't look scripted but the fucking movie it is scripted like i guarantee all the good movies that we see like 99 of them is scripted nearly down to the teeth there's a couple of actors that can like play off each other know each other well enough to they don't need to be scripted down to every line but it's still fucking scripted at the end of the day so don't be scared to prepare great content great communications great results most of the times comes with preparation and that's all i want to say okay and what i would like to add to this conversation that we're having right now is if you find yourself in a place where you're still in a lurch when somebody says can we talk about something and you figure out ways that you can prepare the mental conversation by jotting down some notes and, and planning on what it is that you want to convey and you need some practice on a situation that's coming up that you want to be able to come in prepared and confident and able to have this conversation i would like to extend the invitation that I will meet with anyone that sends me a direct message um, through our Facebook group that they would like some practice on a real life situation that they need to go through and we can role play um, because you're right. We um, can very much take what we talked about today and apply it to like the movies that we watch. It's scripted. They're very good when they come out and they're planned. And so why not take a plan of action or a script of a conversation you need to have with somebody and come practice with me because I kid you not, I can uh, turn on that actress piece of me and you can turn on that actor or actress piece of you and we can practice this to uh, such a level that when you go to have that conversation, you're gonna be confident that you can go do it and you're not gonna be so worried about it going negatively because you know it's going to go good because you you put in the time you're coming from a great space and you've practiced it so that invitation i really would like to put out there because i think a lot of us just need to have someone that they can practice the dialogue with and then 
it becomes less scary when we actually go to do it. Yeah, that's how I started to learn sales was through sales role plays. And the same with improv. It was like improv classes with other people and just practicing it with other people. And that's like one of the best ways to learn. Like you can, I'm just taking myself as an example. I have been able to get positions, sales positions, that's way above my level of experience by practicing role plays, by learning the language of those professionals and being able to speak the lingo and ask the right questions, having that crucial conversation in that job interview, because I put a lot of effort into preparation. So I definitely encourage everybody to take Linda up on her offer because I know she's definitely more experienced in explaining this than me. You can hear my explanation is very simple and might work for some, but Linda is able to go into more detail with you specifically than I ever could. And I want to say thank you for uh, what you just said there about, you know, sometimes what works for, for one person may not work for another. And so between the two of us, um, we both bring different perspectives, which is why we call our show two perspectives. And so uh, today you heard a simple perspective on how you can apply crucial conversations. You've also heard a more detailed version of what it can mean. And so with that, we would like to invite you to visit our webpage, Two Perspectives, out on Facebook and take me up on the offer to go through this. And 